We better figure out an intro soon because we're we're going. We're going. We're going with this. We're this going with it. here. The, the dealer got you hooked, man. I heard Disney was just gonna shut down the internet. I burned your Pokemon. Suck it, like, bitch. Down, 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 down. Thomas, I choose you. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to say my name, wasn't I? Yeah, I, you're a fucking broken ass Pokemon, oh, dude. Maybe I'm one of the smart ones that talks. I uh, well, okay. I'm uh, not good smart. luck with that. Sorry, one. I, smart was not the right word to use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean that's how it goes. It's okay though. It's okay. I mean, yeah, Meowth wasn't that smart. I no, was say the, the intelligent talking well, I mean, Pokemon really aren't that smart anyway. Uh, unless you're talking about the psychic ones. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, but that's, that's all. That's all telepathic. Yeah. and are they really even talking at that point? I mean, they're just putting their thoughts in your mind. Exactly. That's the way it was. That's all. The way it always works. They're they're just molesting in your mind with their goodness. Don't know that it would say it would good be goodness, but sure. What? Huh? I just got an email from work that there's Chick Fil A Wednesdays. What? In Twinsburg, and I don't even go to work in Twinsburg. I go to work in Hudson, and I don't even go into work, so I never, I'm never gonna get this fucking Chick Fil A. Well, God damn it! Gotta go into work. No. If you don't go into work, Sammy, how are you gonna get paid? By working here. <laughs> and annoying alan from here instead of at work and because i don't want to see alan fair enough no i mean i haven't seen alan in a while <laughs> no so. we haven't seen anybody in a while <laughs> for game night or whatnot so it's like eh. i'm like i kind of like to get that started going again but uh this I, week i'm gonna be going and playing my playoff game for the deepland brown trousers for my blood bowl league oh, yeah because i'm again in the playoffs somehow but that, that's what happens when you don't play any games. Yeah, that, that's what happens when there's so many draws and forfeits in your favor. <laughs> right, right. I literally only played five out of ten games this season. <laughs> literally. One half, and I'm in the goddamn playoffs. <laughs> uh, it's sad. But I digress. <sighs> what have you been up to this week? It's been kind of a, a mellow week for me. Yeah, I agree, and it's been nice. Like, yes. Personally, like the only things I did like outside of doing things with you for the channel or like going to Alex's, I went to go see Clue Saturday night, and it was like Rocky Horror Picture Show-esque Clue, but the people who were supposed to be putting on like the little stage performance really didn't do that good of a job, so we all <laughs> just kind of watched Clue the movie and fucking laughed our asses off because it's just as good as it ever is any other time you watch it. So do they play all the endings or do they pick like the one ending? They played all the endings. Oh. I was so happy about that. Yeah, they played all right. the endings. That's my favorite thing about the DVD is that I'll put it in and it's like, they go through, you get to the end and it's like, they get, or this could have happened. My or face this. is on fire. The flames on the sides of my face. <laughs> I love Mrs. White. <laughs> so good. Such a good uh, movie. And uh, then Dustin dressed up as a male French maid and not many people dressed up. So everybody was just looking at him like, I love your costume. And then <laughs> Liz walked off to go to the bathroom. And then me and Dustin are just standing there. And this little girl comes up to Dustin. I love your costume. I just want to let you know that. And then does like the creepy little girl stare and <laughs> just stands there. And then so like I try to bring up some random topic of conversation. Like this is just some random thing that our buddy came up with because we were like, I bet you won't go on a French maid outfit. And then she just kept staring. Didn't even respond. <laughs> it was one of those like, oh, shit, I would never want to come down across you in a dark alley because <laughs> I'd probably die. She was plotting all of your murders. <laughs> probably. She was like, well, how can I get this French maid all alone? <laughs> so it, it was a good time. That was, that was a good time. And then uh, went snowboarding other than that. Been doing my jumps, doing a couple of grabs here and there, like nose grab, not on my face, and then side grab. 
and then crashing every once in a while. Did anyone let you know that it was going to be a bad crash? No, I didn't hear any oohs this time. Okay. No, this time uh, I, I've been starting to do more 180s going down the hill instead of just on flat ground. And I I just like dug the tip of my, well, I guess the rear of my snowboard into the ground too far and did like a somersault real quick, but nothing really exciting there. Did you stick the somersault? Yes, of course. I landed right on my butt. Oh, yeah. That's, that's where you're supposed to land. Yep. Uh, and then I started doing boxes. So uh, I, I didn't stick to my thing of where I wasn't going to touch any metal anymore. I, I looked at that, it and I'm, you had that taste and now you want more. Yeah, I want a little bit more. So I've been practicing out of the box, which it's not that bad. Cause it's only a two foot wide metal box. And it, I mean, it's metal, but you go over it and when your snowboard's a foot wide and then so there's six inches on either side of your snowboard or a foot on one side or a foot on the other side, depending on how you're going across it. It's really not that bad because if you fall off it, you're going to just hit the snow. Mm-hmm. So and it's much more stable than going across a rail. So I will only do that this year and then work on my jumps. And so he says. Yep, I don't have much longer to work on it unless I'm going to start mudboarding. Which uh, we saw that one dude; he was uh, it was grassboarding. I know. I was going to say if we can find a device like that for cheap, I'll fucking make a video out of it. <laughs> We're just getting me more pads in my ass pads, though, <laughs> like full body bubble boy pads, oh, okay. so I can roll down the hill once I crash because that'll be a lot more entertaining than just. I don't know. It'd be a lot more entertaining, but it'd be a lot more entertaining to me rolling down the hill after I crash. <laughs> Probably because you'd be able to get up afterwards. <laughs> Pretty much, exactly. But that's about all I've been up to, uh, other than our little game of kill team. Yeah, I uh, well, as I said, for me, I I did taxes and I paid bills. Oh, you were a good American. I, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, a United States of American in. Yes. Other than that. Uh, Crackdown 3 accidentally became my game that I was going to finish. Became my, my main game to, to get out of my backlog, although it's not very far back in the backlog. Would you say you cracked down on that bitch? I, I did. I did. I cracked down hard. Oh, what it good. I, there's only two bosses left in the game. <laughs> I uh, Is that because you're becoming their boss? With your I mean, I'm showing whips them and boss. chains? No, no whips and chains. I have a singularity uh rocket launcher okay it, like, that sounds a lot more intimate <laughs> it it shoots out a little little black hole and it hits them and then it expands a little bit and it sucks them everything in or at least if it's a lighter thing it'll suck it in and then everything explodes oh yeah that's does, way more intimate does a does a good amount of damage uh yeah it, it got stuff like that i mean all of my levels are like five my my suit's pretty awesome looking now is level five max? No, no. There's a there's one more level after that, and and the fun thing about it is the whatever the max level is, which I'm assuming is six. Whatever that max level is, you get one more ability boost. So like each time you level up, they give you they would give you something. So like you uh, you get more ammo, or you get like the double jump or the the air boost, the triple jump, and all that. So each one of the categories has an additional thing. So for agility, you have I have the triple jump. But with the max, you get the triple jump with a sustained boost. So you press A and you boost for a little bit and you press A again and you got to hold it down. So you press A and hold, you boost for a little bit, press A and hold, you boost. You do like another jump and then you boost for a little bit and you can do that three times. So you're flying with style. Pretty much. And then you fall. Um, With more style. Yeah. Yeah. With all the style. For for the physicality with the punching, it's like right now I have like the ground pound and I have the flying punch. And basically when you charge those up and you hit, it creates an area shockwave. Super Goomba stop. Yes. When you get to level whatever the max level is, it turns all of your punches into creating a little explosive shockwave. So you're pretty much one punch man at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're basically one punch man. 
or and then like uh, grenades and i think grenades and ammo i think it just creates like this uh replenishing effect like you can you can just it'll just like replenish on its own but only and they have like a grenade in the fight phase yes yes my grenades are always used in the fight phase sammy always just making sure all the time always a caveat yes <laughs> um but yeah, so they add different things. Uh, my my driving skill is like a level three because I had just stopped driving. I started running around. <laughs> I mean, cars get, are kind of obsolete when you can fly. Yeah, when you can fly. And then when it's like, oh, if I get more agility orbs, <laughs> I can level my character up and jump higher and move faster and all that shit. It kind of just makes sense to go for the agility orbs. Just a little bit. But yeah, so I'm almost, almost done with that. And I, I started uh, Game of Thrones from the beginning because I had all the seasons or all the seasons that are available, one through seven. I haven't seen seven. So I was like, well, fuck it. I might as well start from the beginning, right? It's a good place to start. Get get a get a refresher. Start from the beginning, and I finished season two. I had to go through like the special features on the disc, but that was it. They would probably have some pretty decent special features on they're, there. They're, well, the first one was pretty good. I mean, it gives you like the, it was like the basics of like how they got it started and and like picking the cast and getting some of the basic things like uh, settings and stuff like that done. They explained the opening and how they wanted to do the opening with the, the gears turning on the map. And it the is a sick opening. It's really cool. It makes me want to build one of those and know that I'd fail if I tried. All of that's computer generated. I know, but like I want to build it. You should. You should You should build it. I mean, it'd be really cool. But yeah, I mean, that's. I really haven't been doing much. I, I edited up something that I still got to remember to bring over to you. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not a sex tape, guys or is it oh it's not oh <laughs> um but yeah other than that uh, we played some 40k and we played some pokemon that we did want to tell them about the 40k yeah so uh first off we're gonna have a battle report coming out to you guys that's kind of a mid-quality battle report just because of what we were working with at the time it's got some rough edges yeah it's got some rough edges uh the GoPro we were using was left inside of the uh case the waterproof case because we didn't have the other case to hold it on and keep it steady for you and that created a little bit of jostling inside the case that you can hear throughout the video but we think it's a little bit entertaining, so let's know. You think we should still release it? I think we should. There's definitely a there, clip from it that we should definitely still release. Oh, yeah. There, there's definitely some good moments <laughs> in that. There's some good clips. I think everybody who enjoys listening to us, so maybe two of you would really laugh at Yes. I know I know, I know. know three people that would really laugh at it. Oh, Probably good. fourth. I could definitely. I could probably come up with the fourth. Man, we're really getting new followers. I know. I'm just. We're just cranking it out there. We're doing great here. I. I not when you're around, I'm oh. not. Well, what? cranking it out oh do not no was i doing that by myself uh yeah I, i'm is, gonna just keep looking over the opposite direction awkward very awkward very awkward i don't need to know what you do at your time with me uh, actually i do need to know what you do with your time with me so don't drug me no roofies okay okay i was gonna try to sound like bill cosby but i don't even know how he sounds i just know he does do you want the pudding i know he something about pudding and then he makes weird noises i don't know how to make those weird I noises i don't know and i was gonna try to do that and i just like kind of completely destroyed my own bit <laughs> It's but, so much funnier, though, when you explain it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll have a battle report coming out for you guys. It's shitty, but uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. And we also played a, well, not a, but the second match of our Kill Team campaign against each other. It took <laughs> like about another four month. months? Or three or months. Three months. Three months. Since the, so the last, the last campaign game was played on 1-3. 
we played on 3-1. Yep, just had to switch that bitch around and then, <laughs> all right, time to start gaming again. Right. The, uh, <laughs> the waiting period has ended. 3-1 has come and we can game again. Yes. So, yeah, we, we, we picked that up. We started playing. Well, we didn't pick it up. We, uh, well, I... I lost I, all my data from my oh, well, yeah, team. I, saying, I picked up my pieces and i moved them oh yeah and yes you did <laughs> i uh i lost all my data for my team getting a new phone and all that <laughs> and being a dumbass and not backing it up anywhere and yeah. so i was like uh tom how many of my guys died i know this guy died well it would really hurt for that guy to die too and i know i was hurting so i'm gonna let him die but i can keep my combat specialist and i'm gonna have everybody be a level one other than that yeah so i'm going into uh round two of our campaign which is like 225 points we're allowed to have so we can 125 make, or 125 sorry so we can make room for our special characters who would have leveled up in that first round and now i only have one special character leveled up pretty much <laughs> well my leader and my combat specialist that yeah, combat specialist orchilles but uh orchimetheus my demolition specialist uh blew up in a insane pyrotechnic blast when i played evan he killed two of my fucking specialists and yeah that hurt i mean you kind of fucked a couple of my specialists. well you fucked my leader oh yeah i fucked your match. leader up yeah this match was pretty good um i mean you you sad still, panda you, you won i, I didn't oh, wait no you sorry won. Sorry, I mean, yes. if you want to give me the win, I'll take yes, the win, yes, but I, I definitely I, lost. I, I did win in the end there. Um, it got <laughs> it was very real close. close. Okay. It got really close. So, we played two games back to yeah. back, and that's why I was like, what? Um, disrupt supply lines is what we got for our game. You chose to be defender. so Or no, I chose to be attacker. Regardless, I was attacker. You were defender. And I had three points in my deployment zone that you had to come and destroy. Yes. Or you could stand on them and they'd be worth three points if you stood on them. At the end of the thing. Yeah. If you destroyed them, it would count for one point for you, no matter what yes. point it was. And so you had to either destroy them or capture them from me and keep me off them. Yes. And in order to destroy them, I had to control them. Yes. So I had to have a, a dominating force on them to control them. And which um, was the key factor in a lot of those yes. turns. Yes, it was. Uh, I had a lot of really. I, I would say I had a, a slightly above average hit roll for my mat for that match. Yeah, you killed a lot of my shit. I was, I was just saying. I was just saying hit rolls. My wound rolls were were not were like probably a little bit below average. Yeah, they were like, below average. But I, I had a good number of hits, and then it would be like nothing. Like here's here's my D three. All right, cool. All three of them hit. All right, for wounds, nothing. But I think you still pull that out average where you rolled below average. And I think both of us did was do we get a flesh wound or do yeah. we die? Whenever either. So I was the only one, I think, that ended up with any flesh wounds during that game. Because whenever we would roll flesh wounds, almost always the unit would die. I think I was the only one who had flesh wounds. Yeah, I had uh, a couple of real wounds that yeah. I hadn't been taken down to zero yet. Every time I was taken down, down to zero by a character, they fucking died. Yeah, and, but in my case, I had like two that I managed to get flesh wounds on. Yep. So they stuck around for like a little for a little bit. But for the most part, if, we, if they got a flesh wound, they just died. <laughs> it was like got down to zero, roll flesh wound, dead. Okay, yep. cool. And we, we went back and forth pretty good. It really came down to the rolling, I think, in that, that match. I don't know that I would change too much. Yeah, because you had your specialist in the backfield, yeah. your gunner and your comms in the backfield, and they were putting out shots. They were putting in some good shots. And every shots time out. you hit one of my guys, it would kill one of them or yeah. something. You were killing at least one guy a turn. Yeah. I mean, we only went to like turn four and then it ended. Uh, I believe. Yeah, we ended on four. Yeah. Because we rolled for 
to see if it goes five. on, and then it got yeah. a five, and if you get a four plus on turn four, it, be, it ends. Or we went to turn five. It yeah, was very, we yeah. went something like that. Yeah, it was one of those, yeah. But we, yeah, but, we, 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 we didn't go the full six. Yeah, and uh, uh, but the rest of your troops ran up the field, and I like hid some of my guys in a building and cover off to the right where I had a point, and then I hid some guys off to the left behind another wall, and then I had a point straight up the middle. And so I didn't put anybody on the point straight up the middle, and we both kind of ran towards that mm-hmm. to see who was going <laughs> to well, fight in the middle ground. I, I, moved, I moved my Hormigan up and then you charge them so i just decided well if i got if i'm gonna take the fallback for three inches because i can't fire overwatch i might as well take the three inches towards the uh towards the point yeah there was so literally I, one point you retreated at my charger. i retreated twice <laughs> to get to get to the point on the first turn but by the by the time uh once i got there you you caught up. There was no way for me to destroy yeah. the point. But it made it made sense because you got a couple of models onto points to contest them. Yeah. But then I killed you in the melee phase and yeah. you were no longer contesting them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was an interesting fight. That match came down to my final shooting phase. I rolled my D three. I think I got three shots on that guy. Two of them hit and then no wounds. But had I have gotten my wounds, if you had failed your flesh wound, you would have killed that guy. I would have had a point. You would have had a point. And we would have tied is the way that would have ended. If I had if I had gotten that last kill I was aiming for. Unfortunately, I did not. And you took the win. That's and it was it was goes. a good it was a good fight, I think, on both sides. Yeah. Uh, we both got down to a point where we were rolling for breaking armies. Yes. And we kept surviving. I, I My orcs actually survived that shit. Yes. It was amazing. Yeah. I had to roll two rounds of uh, army break. You had to roll one. And each uh, time I'm getting like a four to a six and you're getting nine and nine. And yeah, you're like, I had, oh my I had, God, this I close. got like a seven and a nine. And I was like, oh my God. Because I'm like, I'm going to break. And at one point you killed my leader. I'm like, fuck, I'm screwed. And I forgot that my uh, my warriors have a leadership of nine as well. Yep. So it, it didn't matter because I still had a nine. I still two nines on the field exactly and another caveat to the game why we were so worried about breaking was the first army to break loses yes <laughs> so you're like uh this could all come literally down to this roll right here yeah. that we have to do once a turn anyway yeah which is kind of that's what i like about kill team a little bit like you're trying to win with the match whatever is on the field like that the objective you're trying to go for but you're also trying not to have your army break and mm-hmm. trying to protect your guys like if you throw too many people out as cannon fodder, you're going to end up failing because you're going to end up breaking your army. And then on top of that, like there's just all just the craziness that could happen with the dice. Oh yeah. It kind of reminds me a little bit more of blood bowl in that way. Okay. But, uh, yeah, after we played the game, we got to see who died, who didn't die, and no one from my team died, and no one from your team died. Well, technically, some... I did I did have a couple deaths, but they were like Hormigons and Termigons. Oh, yeah, really yeah, don't matter. The people that don't matter. But my fucking leader is in Convestalence, uh, conve- com- or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Uh, basically, my leader is out my next game. He's taking so a nap. So, my next game, I can only get one command point a turn. Yeah, it's going to be real rough. So uh, whoever suck. wants to really beat on Tom and win their next game, schedule by, it with Tom next. By people, do you mean Alex? Because he's the only other person in round two. <laughs> True. <laughs> Alex, hey, hey, Alex <laughs> do you want an easy win? <laughs> Alex, you want an easy win? Play Tom. <laughs> Evan or Alan, you want an easy win? Play each other, then play Tom yes. before Alex does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're giving them ways to win they just gotta listen to this podcast right hey i'm uh, i'm offering up an easy win to somebody if i pull out a win in my next game i'm gonna be real surprised it's all gonna come down to the the game type probably understandable uh but i'm coming in without a leader i'm not expecting good yeah things. hopefully you win that roll off to see <laughs> 
if you're going to be attacker or defender or some of those situations, <laughs> yeah. so you can pick what you're going to be stronger at with your army. And <laughs> that's a here's a question for you: What happens if we get a kill the leader thing? I won't have a leader on the field. I'm not sure that I there's guess kill a the, leader. There's a kill there's... A, a VIP, an important person. Oh, you, you name can, a person, you just name one. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure you get to name the person. Okay. I was wondering about it. I was like, if I end up with something like that, what the fuck yeah. happens? Because commanders, there's kill the commander. Yeah. I thought there was a leader one because I thought that's uh, Alex and uh, Alan had played that. They can assassinate one. He may I have just... Alex and Evan did that, and I think Evan made his leader the point. Okay, I was going to say, and it, yeah, that might have been what it was. And I, I believe, often, I don't know, I could be completely mistaken. More often than not, your leader would probably be your VIP anyways, because they probably have the best stats, probably best wounds and stuff like that. And because they have the added, added advantage of giving you the extra command point, you probably want to keep you have even more reason for wanting to keep them alive. <laughs> I'd probably make a grot mine to yeah be straight honest and then hide him because it's true line of sight type deal so if you can't see that little grot you can't fucking shoot that fucker <laughs> and enough. then hide him behind a bunch of shit and then hide a bunch of people <laughs> in front of him can you see that model there are you sure you can see that model there tom because it's like a quarter of an inch like tall and like an eighth of an inch thick i don't think you can see that bitch behind that the the, the two-story tall orc i'm not two-story tall i'm making exaggerations now but there'd be ways to hide it yeah. and cheese the fuck out of that yeah if i wanted to be that guy yeah fair enough fair since enough. there's a true line of sight rule which yeah we we ran into a little bit of issue with that in our games yeah. like not really issue but how does it work for bigger models compared to smaller models like do we do we measure center any to point center on their base or, yeah. or center to center or we we ended up going any point is what we ended up deciding yeah. we, we, it was more or less like use common sense of like oh you know this one little piece is visible here it's come on mm -hmm. is that really necessary and, like, and it really right. is not too big of a deal to me because now that i know that i'll always try to counter around it but like right. there's one situation where if you look at my one orc boss knob and he looks at your lictor who is a base that's like triple the size of his the the lictor would be obscured from my point of view because most of it is unseeable from where i was looking but because your lictor's base is three times as big if you're looking from the right side of the lictor you can see my boss knob 100 percent if you're looking from the left side of the lictor you can only see half of them yeah. so he's obscured if you're looking for the left side or pretty much dead center is partially obscured but if you're looking for the right side there's no obscurity and so it gives them an advantage in a way but also you're paying so many points to get that model <laughs> yeah i am <laughs> that came into my head i was like uh, but there's already a disadvantage there yeah. because you're paying more to get that big piece on the table so yeah i don't know uh, say not knowing what what the the official rules would be uh, we kind of went we, we made it like okay this is what it is we're gonna stick to this and exactly until anybody <laughs> clarifies further right. it'll be that right but those were a fun couple of games i would say for sure yes i enjoyed them the battle report one was was fun yes i, I think we're getting slap happy towards <laughs> we, the end we too. were we were we definitely were we always record those uh, well i guess we recorded the other one during daylight because we recorded it in the same room yeah. and we're like wait why the fuck's it so dark yeah we're like what's uh, going on oh yeah i'm pretty sure it was daytime there's no light here yeah so we'll have to fix that for our next battle report too but <laughs> maybe we'll move over under the real warhammer table Maybe instead of the dining room, give Sal some uh, spotlight. <laughs> yes, he's the only one who has made it on camera. I'm yeah, yeah, no, no. And I do like to take him out for Warhammer games every once in a while. But then once he starts trying to get towards the models, I have to pick him up and put him away because I don't want my models being restricted. 
<laughs> I don't want Ekans using Constrict on the models. Yeah. Damaging them every goddamn turn. I wonder how many turns they would make it. Oh, probably not one. <laughs> Depending on who was going, if it was you, not one. If it was me, <laughs> eh, maybe one. Uh, did you want to go over the 40k news stuff? or? Well, I can tell you... I hate this Primaris Marine bullshit that's coming out in this new fucking box set bullshit, and I want half of it. Half of the half of the box set. I want a quarter of it, I should say. The fucking new Primaris Lieutenant, who I guess is Primaris, but he's not even Primaris Power Armor. He's in Phobos Power Armor. Is boss and cool as fuck. He has a camo cloak on. He can deep strike into the battlefield. If you shoot at him in cover, per the leaked rules... He gets plus two to his cover save. So if he gets plus two to his cover save, they made it sound like he still gets the cover save. So he gets three plus to his saving. Wow. Fucking broken. Yeah. Deep strike three of those motherfuckers and start slinging out some smite and whatever other fucking tools you need to do. And then put the other rest of the army up the front of the field. I don't know if it's valid, but I want to try it. I mean, you could you buy the box set. You'd have one. And you should buy two more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see, their their plan is working because they're making cool things, and you're like, I fucking hate this idea, but they look so cool. They're they making have these cool ridiculous, th- ridiculous rules. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, but then they have the new fucking. I don't know what they are. They're like flying marines that are carrying fucking auto guns that come off the fucking top of a tank. <laughs> Why is a marine flying with a, a gun from the top of a tank? because they're super strong and they can do that like someone said it's like anime but god damn it it, it, why why because because they can sammy i I know yeah and i don't know i'm just not not happy about them but the the new (laughs) snipers are looking fucking sick uh you get you get three primary snipers in phobos body armor so that's the specifics of it but I, it sounds like you get to deep strike them in or infiltrate them in, and then they're snipers with two profiles. And the first profile was like a ridiculous, like high AP and D3 damage profile. And then the secondary profile, which I can't find off the top of my head that I, of course, should have saved, was like a regular sniper profile, which was strength four, no AP, and one damage. Or no, sorry, AP minus one and one damage, except you could shoot at things you can't see. And you either get a plus two to hitting or a plus two to wounding. And they said it works like real snipers. So if it works like the real sniper rifles, you only need a four plus to wound, no matter what the strength or the toughness is you're shooting at. So if you need a four plus to wound and you get a two plus to wound, then uh, you only need to wound if you roll a two or better which is fucking just dumb. So if you hit on threes and always wound on twos and you can shoot something you can't see, yeah, that's fucking retarded. Yeah. And I want it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I mean, the chaos stuff looks cool. I don't know. I, I've been watching some of the stuff coming out just because they intrigue me. Everything intrigues you. It does. It's all new to me. What do you think of the little spider butt? Uh, he's kind of cool. Uh, he's got a toughness seven and ten wounds. Battle his weapon and, and ballistic skill could be better. They're four up a piece. Unless unless it ends up working out like my uh, like my bloat drones do. <laughs> it's I don't know that he has an auto hit. Uh, no, he doesn't have an auto hit at all. So that's kind of sucky. He has a five up invuln save. Got that going for him. Not horrible. You can add one to the result of any demonic ritual summoning rolls made for Masters of Possession. 
whilst they are within six inches of any friendly venom crawler, as long as they're the same legion. Always got to be the same legion. Always. But yeah, I mean, there's there's some cool things in there. You got the, the, the obliterators coming out, greater possessed, the master possession. I'm curious to see what else is coming for, for all of that. They're as of recording tomorrow, but as of release yesterday. <laughs> Vigilist will finally happen, so there's going to be a, the whole Vigilist 2 release, or, or um, not release, but uh, news release, I guess would be the correct. Yes. Which, which, will be, which is happening tomorrow. So and that, we'll see if Abaddon is here. Abaddon's, well, Abaddon will probably be there. He's supposed to be there. Unless that tease say. Unless that tease was a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah, and then they... I, it, it sounds like there's definitely going to be a, a new codex for the Space Marines, which... I mean, might turn all of your stuff into Primaris Marines. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, everything's leaning towards just being Primaris, which as long as you're able to still use your your basic Marine models as Primaris, it wouldn't be that big of an issue. Most likely, hopefully. But we'll see. I I don't know. There's some articles that I've read in the past saying that, well, regular Marines can't be dead because Primaris aren't even viable yet. Yeah. I'm like, but that's yet. Yeah. When, now whenever, with this new box set, there's no vehicles really coming out for them, but now there's just even more reasons they don't need vehicles if they have these infiltrating Primaris Marines and yeah. Eliminator squads. And, and that's that's the thing. We're seeing a lot of new models for Space Marines, and we're seeing a lot of new models for Chaos Space Marines. So it kind of makes sense if we see a new codex for both of them. I would say so. Because you're going to have a lot of... like. You buy this box set, you get like a mini mini codex for them. Yeah, they're um, all new units in yeah. this box set. Every new unit on the Imperium side in this box set, or every unit, every unit. on the Imperium side is a new unit that has not been seen before. Yeah, and, and even even on the Chaos side, the ones that have been seen before have new rule sets and stuff that are coming. With all of that being said, new models, new versions of models that existed, and new models, period coming out kind of makes it seem like it'd be really stupid to be like oh you have to buy the individual boxes to have this little sheet that gives you the rules you know that gives you a, a uh, the rules for that character or for that model it'd be really dumb to make everyone do that and not just be like here's a codex with all of them oh yeah i, I see that writing on the wall and it seems like they might be doing second rounds of codexes for a lot of probably a lot of the ones that that came out at the very beginning of eighth edition is my guess yeah i maybe things that up before the guard codex because when the guard codex dropped that's when the power creep kind of came in okay but the power creep thankfully has been like minimal compared to what it has been in the past and very standable thankfully like when i face my marines against any other like codex that newly came out like your death card came out after my marine or a little bit after my marines and whatnot but um the tau or anything like that the dark eldar i'm like i know what punches i need to pull if i want to pull a punchy winnie army like Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna bring fucking gilliman and i mean yeah it's a one-trick fucking pony Right now, at least for the things that I own, it's definitely a one-trick pony, but I have the pieces to where if I want to fucking probably try to win a game and play against any of the armies that we usually see in our gaming group, I could fucking pull it out and I could probably win that game. Not trying to be a dick and overly confident or anything like that, but... I, I'm not discounting my Marines because I am that confident that yeah. I can play a competitive game with them still. So it's one of those things where it's like, eh, are they really that hurting? I guess without the one-trick ponies, yes. I, I 
think I'm guessing part of it comes down to the Castellan and the Yanari because they're so they're dominating in the meta from yeah, what I understand. That, and yeah, and that that's kind of also the other weird thing because like the Imperial Knights and then the Eldar doing so well. Like what you just gave are two different casts of the Eldar. It might not even be that the they're necessarily doing bad against all these other armies, but they can't do well against this specific. But me being outside of the competitive tournament scene lately, I really don't know what's out there. I do mm. know that my buddy Graham uh, did just win with Yunari in uh, top place at a uh, a little primer for LVO. So, I mean, yeah, they're fucking good. That's how they go. But he's also really fucking smart. Yeah, yeah. Well, that helps. That definitely helps. Yeah, other than that, I mean, there's the... You mentioned the, the big fact big fact three, three i believe it is i think this will be the third big yeah. fact is supposed to be coming out this month and not 100 percent sure what's going to be in it but probably the bolter rule will be solidified they have not had a beta rule that has not been solidified yet so i have a feeling we're going to see that solidified and the new deep striking rules again re-solidified that they absolutely have to come in at turn two or maybe they did that chapter approved i don't remember i don't remember if they solidified you, that or beta did it there's so many do fucking you have to come in and turn two yeah have to now you can't have even to. come in turn one in your deployment zone. Well, I, no, I was I was wondering if you were like if you what if you wanted to come in in turn three? Oh yeah, well yeah, okay, turn three so and two, four. two or yeah. later. Okay, yeah. When you said have to come in at two, I was like that would kind of suck because I could think of like weird random instance where you're like i will force you to leave all of your stuff in your backfield yeah and just keep this one unit available. oh yeah there's definitely been uh times where i've like kept things into the backfield into or in deep strike reserve until i have to put them on the table because like say i'm facing someone oh i just have to take that one point bam i'm, I'm taking this point i'm just gonna hold it then bam drop pop comes in with all this shit coming out at him and boom 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 wait what did you take hold of i think i just took it back yeah <laughs> i love doing that <laughs> I'm a dick when I want to play 40k the right way. Yeah. <laughs> but I love playing fun games of 40k, so like it's hard to be that dick. Yeah. It evens out in the end. Yeah. Uh yeah, well I mean, we'll see what happens with the the big fact. Maybe with Vigilus 2 they'll announce when they're doing their big fact. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully they will be like, "Hey, yeah, this is going to come in a few weeks now that this dropped." Yeah. Cuz they're probably like not trying to drop it at the same time. Yeah, I would I would imagine so. Shall we go from one unbalanced game to another unbalanced game? I don't know that it was really all that unbalanced, but yes, let's do it. I think in the form that we played the Pokemon trading card game as a draft, a booster draft, it was not unbalanced, but I think overall the game is, yes, probably unbalanced for sure. There's, yeah, I mean, there's, there's the cheese that makes everything unbalanced, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I've never come across any trading card game. Let me say that that is balanced because it is always you buy into it, you're going to pay, or you're usually going to get out of it what you pay into it, at least nowadays, because you can buy single cards online and have them shipped yeah. to your house and blah, blah, blah. Because, like, that's how one of the game stores in the local area is staying open. They, like, dropped all their 40 and they're just doing, like, online card sales and oh, really? in-store magic. And they're staying afloat. Okay. Pretty interesting. Yeah. But uh, that that's the way it goes. And that's why I refuse to play magic in, like, a non-friendly friend setting, because... It is a pay-to-win game nowadays, unless you're playing a draft. Yeah, yeah, a lot of I me, mean, a lot of those end up like that. You're right. I will never get that far into any of those card games. Yeah, that's why I still need to find <laughs> some fucking Keyforge decks so I can see if it's really what everybody raved about, or if it's really like not that good. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we went to the Lunderdome, and we played the Pokemon trading card game and uh, played with the Sun and Moon series. Yeah, it was a Sun and Moon series cards. Yeah, there was that. It's this is so it was based on the most recent 
card release that has like the the team up styles and stuff too those ex cards or something yeah ex and gx cards and yeah things that i didn't have yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't have them either makes you feel any better well i had a mr mime but i didn't fucking put him in my party or my my deck because it was like a, a crazy ex mr mime but he didn't oh do that well. okay yeah we were, we were passing along cards and we were going passing uh to the left so i was passing to you and alex's wife amanda was passing to me she's like here you go sammy here's something you're not gonna want but it's shiny yeah. and i was like oh okay let me take a look at that oh yeah you're right i don't want it but i'm gonna keep it because yeah. there wasn't anything else in there that i wanted yeah but uh, uh you also got that that uh shaman oh the shaman yeah so there's the, the one shaman shaman whatever, yeah. whatever it is the initial one that i i think of when i think of that is this like a little shrub hedgehog looking pokemon and then i think it's that one and then like if you there's some sort of like uh item or something that makes it like change change form and then become Digivolve. this basically <laughs> and then it's so like in battle it, it has like this alternate form that's more like a dog which is what i had yes and it was fucking epic uh but yeah so <laughs> to preface it uh we decided after last podcast that we were gonna go themed up as trainers so yeah so that started it started with me remembering that i had the burger king display giant pokeballs with a little gold like card in it it's like a gold plated little card type deal yeah, that's in there like a little plaque yeah yeah and so first i was like oh yeah i have these we can go with this and then that evolved into we should uh, pun intended by the way we should just go we should dress up we should find something to dress up as and so we were like we could we were trying to figure out trainers or if we should do like a, a team rocket thing or something and we we're going through all the stuff that we already had and then oh well what did you decide on sammy well you brought up bug catcher at one point <laughs> and like do you have a net or anything and i'm like i have a huge fucking fishing net i only got a small one but then you were like bug catcher and i'm like wait he just dresses in a tank top and like outdoor shorts i definitely got that shit <laughs> and i can find like a sun hat i could pull this shit off so uh yeah he decided that and i was like all right cool let me let me go through i was going through like little models trying to figure it out i was like i could be a fisherman why not do the fisherman we have we have like the the orange one size fits all life vest in the garage there's a there's fishing rods downstairs i was really hoping to just get like one of the toy fish toy uh poles which i guess there was one like one of the kids ones that was downstairs but i totally missed it uh, i grabbed like one of the shortest poles i saw down downstairs yeah. and i was like just grab that took that the life vest and I, I found like a red hat that i could put on yeah and it worked out pretty damn good and then i, I had like a gray long sleeve shirt that's something i got from when i was working at ripley so it reminds me of fish anyways probably still smells like fish that shit just kind of lingers man i mean you oh. do it for as long as you do <laughs> i i can imagine i it, it lingers in boats when you like yes. go fishing for a season you're like my boat really smells this bad yes. i need to give it a bath yeah but yeah so i had that so we showed up bug catcher and fisherman yeah I, like i went to go to the thrift store to find a part of the costume for going to clue and i found i was originally going as mr plum or professor plum but i couldn't find any good purple stuff for men it's hard to find that apparently <laughs> and so uh i decided to be mr green but then i found a fucking straw hat while i was there for two dollars so i was like score i'm definitely a fucking uh, bug catcher now <laughs> so we went to alex's jumped out in our gear we well we were a couple of first ones there other than uh jordan who helped yeah. organize it which he did a really fucking for good job of organizing for some reason alex and amanda beat us at their to their own house yeah it was really weird <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that happened 
<laughs> but so they beat us there and then jordan was already there he was uh, getting everything organized and whatnot we started the draft after everybody showed up it was a lot of fun i don't know so, i've never done a card draft before yeah, neither have i so what it is for anybody who doesn't know you you take a booster pack everybody around the table and there is eight of us takes a booster pack and you open it up and you get the best card for you that you want out of it and then you pass it to your left or your right depending on which way it's going around the table until everybody takes cards out of all those booster packs and you're left with none and then you have to open a new one mm-hmm. and you try to build a deck out of this yeah uh so we were also pairing that with uh, alex's pokey achievements that he made up yes uh, with things like breeder to so have uh, four or more of the same Pokemon in, in a deck, having the most of one type. Take two, which was mulligan. mulligan. You have to mulligan and throw out your first hand. Yeah. There was do 100 damage in one turn. The second degree burn or something yeah, like that, uh, or you have to cause a burn on. <laughs> and, then, and then give someone a burn. Yeah, you I did that to insult Sammy. someone. Yep. <laughs> I, I burned your Pokemon. Suck it, it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just started busting up laughing. Alex just starts laughing. That was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Alex may have all those. And so keeping that type of stuff in mind, you you know, decide what type of deck you want to build. So you like look around, see who has what. And you kind of like, okay, I'm going to go with, in my case, someone with fire. Uh, it also kind of stemmed from the fact that I just ended up with a lot of Charmanders. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I went in there like, I don't give a fuck if I'm going to win or going to lose this. I'm building a fucking grass bug deck. Whatever. I, I'm going and I'm doing it. That's why I showed up here. I'm going bug. I saw the list and I was like, okay, pick it, you know, type trainer type thing. And I was like, okay, well, what kind of type trainer do I like? I'm usually like, I really like my fire Pokemon, but I, I'm kind of open to whatever. I'm not super stuck to things. And then we maybe did through it and, and like the first pack opened. I think there was a Charmander in it. I picked up the cool Charmander. Uh, and then you passed me a derpy Charmander. <laughs> And then it turned out that I was a, a fisherman setting his boat on fire, trying to catch water Pokemon with fire Pokemon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> disgrace yeah. to my own family. <laughs> they just disowned the fuck out of you. <laughs> At the end of the draft, I had five Charmanders, two Charmeleons, two Littons, and two Torcats. I think it was what it was, or maybe it was only one, it may have only been one Torcat. And yeah, uh, I had a lot of Pidgeys. Some uh, I had some other, I had a bunch of random like other stuff. I, I picked up uh, Dratini and, and Dragonair. And I decided not to use them just because it, it didn't work with trying to build a deck. Would have been then, great if you were trying to be a fisherman or something. Right, right. It would have been great if I was trying to be a fisherman. But I, I decided to put Larvitar, Pupitar, and Tyranitar in my deck, though. Because I was like, I have a, a fire deck with a bunch of colorless guys in there, too. Like the Pidgey, and Pidgey, Pidgeotto, Pidgeot that I had in there. Yeah. And the Tauros. And I was like, well, this guy has dark, so it kind of makes sense. I can put like a few dark Energy. energies and the rest fire energies and you know make a dual deck in that regard. And it really won't affect anything because if I get the, the dark energies, I can use them on any of the colorless stuff and all my fire energies can go on my fire Pokemon. Yeah. And it, it would definitely work out for you. But uh, there's one point that I passed you that uh, Tyranitar. Yeah, Tyranitar. Yeah. So, so you, you I've already been had... getting a lot of grass Pokemon to start with. And then I just started getting like no grass Pokemon. But fighting were coming up. So I'm like, well, I guess I should start picking some fighting. And so I got like Primate and Tyranitar's younger so you got So you got Larvitar and Pupitar. Yep. Uh, and you had already, you actually had both of those before. I had gotten either one of them. Correct. Because eventually I was like, oh, I'll take a Larvitar. Sure, Larvitar's pretty cool. And Pupitar, or maybe I got a Pupitar guitar first there's a couple times where i got like the the second stage before i got the the basic but yeah yeah you you go through and like you you pass me this one i'm like really sam you're like what you're not taking the tyranitar i'm like why the fuck would i take tyranitar he's a dark pokemon i'm not building a dark deck because you have 
uh, larvitar and pupitar. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What do they have to do with anything? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the final evolution. Oh, shit. Can I take a look at that? <laughs> I don't want it, but can I take a look at what I just fucked up? <laughs> so I took, I took the tyranitar, which could have been beneficial in one of my matches had it uh, been able to actually get the pupitar to finish the evolution out just didn't quite happen didn't happen but i still end up winning that match all the same i ended up building that fighting grass deck and i got that shaman and he he was fucking insane and then i got a couple of things with the the fighting pokemon that made another synergy so I, i i was looking at my deck starting to build it and then the cool thing was jordan got eight cards that are trainer cards and support cards that Mm -hmm. are good in multiple situations and got a bunch of them to pass out to everybody being like you don't need to use these in your deck but because 50 to 75 percent of you have never played this fucking game or haven't played it in 20 years these are cards you want to be able to help your deck function and like search through your discard pile put things in your hand search through your deck put them at the top of your deck things like that yeah really sweet really cool way to help structure a tournament or a little draft i think it it puts everybody on a little bit more fair of a playing field yeah definitely and so i'm like man i got these nice synergies i'm putting into this deck and i'm thinking like man if i got these nice synergies everybody else must have gotten some cool stuff too yeah but uh so so just gonna back up a little bit uh at the beginning of the draft we were also told like you know make sure that you get basic pokemon because if you have you know stage one stage two pokemon you don't have a basic to start with you can't use them yeah so make sure you have that also there's a chance that gx and ex cards could show up and they are absurdly powerful and yeah you may not get one or you may pass on it because it doesn't fit your thing and someone else gets it just understand that they do exist and you could they could show up in this pack they probably will one of them will probably show up in the pack yes and even alex or no it wasn't alex it was Jordan, who first prefaced it of, yes, there is a cheap way of just getting basic EX Pokemon and then just taking all support and all energies. And then Alex was like, but that's why I have a rule. You can't mulligan more than three times. Yeah. Because how the game works is if you draw your first seven cards and you don't have basic Pokemon in it, you draw seven more until you get a basic Pokemon, which if you have a basic EX Pokemon and you only have energies and lands or whatever, it doesn't give a fuck how many times you discard and then you pull that card, you put it down, then you put the whatever you need to put Pump on it down. Pump much energies on it. And, and then it just destroys everything. Yeah. Or you lose before that happens. So it's very hinged to deck, but it, it can be extremely powerful. It is. <laughs> but so Alex put that three mulligan rule in there to kind of counteract anybody who tried to do that even though we're all newbies yes yeah they also explained it to us and made it very clear like be careful about this so the draft happens one of those cards does show up yeah me Actually, and you were in an intense battle <laughs> yes or yes. no no that was that was the second round me and al no. were playing a battle no this this was during our our first battle like you and i had finished uh we actually were waiting and we started oh, playing a right. second one. yeah that's why it was during the and then, then it, yep. it, it kind of carried over into the round after that yeah so we hear from the brian beck's table that's fucking broken this, this game is overpowered. That's OP. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. We need to house rule this. And I'm just like, oh, man, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. So Beck's got this uh, team up card, uh, Venusaur and Celebi. Yeah. Powerful as shit. Yeah. It's got like 270 HP on it and it, it can heal itself with one of its moves. It has a but it's it's yeah. good. It's every strong. time it uses its move, it heals itself and it does damage to the opposite character. Yeah. So if you can only do 
150 damage a turn, yeah, you could kill it in two turns, but as soon as it goes, it healed itself for 150 fucking damage, so you can only do another 150 to it. Right. And that's if you're doing high damage, because 150 is pretty fucking high damage. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is what's going on, so we're hearing this, and then it was kind of funny for me to like to hear Brian go off like this, because I, I haven't actually heard Brian go off like this before. <laughs> well, I think the bourbon was helping. It probably was. He definitely hit it a little bit harder after that, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it helped with his tears. <laughs> it, it did. But he was super pissed uh, with that because he was down to, he was almost beat, he almost beat Bex. Yeah. He was down to one more prize card, which if you get all four prize cards, you win. That's one of the, this is the ways of winning. He Sorry, got to that much. point, she put that out and he couldn't do anything and he got fucked. Yeah, I think he was just frustrated with the game mechanics at yeah. that point because he was doing so well, doing so good and then Bex just pulled out the trump card, Celebi and fucking Ivysaur. And Venusaur. And it was like, whoa, I can't do anything to this because he literally had no Pokemon out that, that could do anything to it. Yeah. But it was one of those cases. Had she not pulled that card immediately and been able to get all those energies on or whatnot, he would have been able to win. Mm. But it, it, it's one of those hinge cases. It's very, it, it depends on if she pulls the card in the right order and if she's against the right opponent and all those things with that that certain card because like you faced vex next yes you were able to destroy venusaur actually so there was (laughs) this was a bit bit entertaining so i have a fire deck she has more of a grass deck with the venusaur i burned through uh, grass and metal so i'm able to burn through most of her stuff not really thinking about it she puts out the venusaur and i i'm attacking i'm going for it and i don't realize i should be doing twice the damage because i'm i'm the weakness yeah, I should you have fire and Venusaur is weak Grant, against yeah. fire. So like, like, hey, hang on, we gotta, we gotta fix this real quick. So we better go back. I'm like, okay, this, this, this. All right, you should have this many counters on your on your Pokemon right now. All right, now we can keep going. And I've, I'm creating my I have a Charmeleon out, so it's doing 30 damage plus creating a burn. Uh, each burn does uh, 20 additional damage between rounds. Yeah. So when I after I finish, she has to flip a coin. After she finishes, she has to flip a coin. If it comes up tails, you take 20 additional damage. Comes up heads, the burn goes away. So we keep doing this, and we're going. She put it out there without any energies on it, so she had to. She was taking damage while she's trying to get energies on it. So it could not heal yet. Yeah, could not. The last round, it's out. She puts an energy down on it. It should. It, it, I swear. It had enough energies to use one of its moves. I don't know which move it was. Maybe it was a move that wouldn't damage me or something. But I swear it had one of its moves that it could have used. She didn't attack. She didn't do it. Ooh. And honestly, with that card, I wasn't saying anything. Because it was the <laughs> OP card. Yeah, because if, if she had attacked with that card, I was fucked. Like, I don't know that I would have come up with what I needed to finish that game. Because I had two options. After my Charmeleon died, I had two possibilities of what I could do. To kill her. At this point, I was actually reading my, my uh, I wanted to say Tyranifex, this is a wrong game. My Tyranitar card, one of its moves stipulates that it does an additional 100 damage to GX and EX cards. Yeah. So I was pumping all like non, basically any, because my Charmeleon had all the fire uh, energy it needed. So I was just pumping my Larvitar full of energy in hopes that I could evolve it to a to a uh, Tyranitar. And then it'd be ready to go. Exactly. So that was my hope. So I'm like, all right, cool, I'll do that. That was one option. The other option I had would be to get to my Pidgeot. My Pidgeot has an ability to basically send Pokemon that's out front back to the player's hand. So it means all the energy, like it, it doesn't kill it. If it's an evolution, all of the evolutions, all of the energies go back to the player's hand. Ooh. And that means you have to start that, that Pokemon from ground zero. Yeah. So that would be a good thing for me to be able to send her Pokemon back to her hand. Yeah. The next one comes out and then I can attack and then she can put that back down and I can kill something 
that comes out, send it back to her hand Makes type sense. of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Keep uh, Venusaur in that shuffle where it has no energy. Exactly. And so that's where I'm at. And I'm like, and this was something that was actually something I figured out I should have done when I uh, played Amanda. I probably would have had a better chance against her, but I overthought some stuff and, and things happened. My own fault. I missed what I what I should have seen. And that cost me that game. So in this game, I'm like, okay, I have these options, but nothing like right now. Tyranitar is really my only option because I have a Larvitar here. I have Pidgey over here, but I don't have a Pidgeotto or a Pidgeot in my hand, but I have a Tyranitar in my hand. If I can get a fucking Pupitar, I can evolve it and I can I can probably win this fight. Yeah. And it just wasn't going, wasn't going, but my Charmeleon just slow just slow Slow burn just yeah slow burn i slow burned my way through (laughs) it's a good thing if there was enough energy that she didn't attack but that was your last game correct yeah i think so yeah because uh i would have either had to play dan or alex next and and at that point we ran out of time yeah because i'm usually all about helping out the newbies and whatnot like i me and uh david ended up playing a fifth game Oh, sorry, david that's what i meant so like in the first game i was telling david like this are my synergies fyi if this comes out you kill that because if you don't kill that it's gonna kill you talking about my shaman and so first game oh, i do destroyed... want to explain what your shaman does oh yeah i, I was gonna in a second okay. but first game i destroyed david but then in the second game he like learned from me telling him about my deck and we played through a second game and he destroyed me in the second game it was very one-to-one and then we got back down to the uh, last prize card and then he was able to pull off some shit and take out my last pokemon and destroy me and it was actually my shaman at that point but it was one of those things where he'd never he hadn't played the game in like 20 years and he he was struggling a little bit more with the grasping of the rules so it's like no dude this this is what you want to take out here mm-hmm. this is what you want to take out here and there but if it's your fourth game and you're up against that big powerful card that has wiped out a couple of people already in the tournament that card that player should be paying attention to that card and knowing what it should do and mm-hmm. realize that it had enough energy to attack and wipe you out at that point if it was first game i would have been like eh, kind of would have been nice to let her know but last game it's kind of like yeah yeah i agree you don't want to like give away your last round of a win because you gave away your win yeah exactly yeah it was one of those things i was like uh i kind of felt bad but at the same time i'm like i don't i really don't yeah <laughs> it's not like it gave me a win for the tournament either like it it was it was a win i won i won two and i lost two it's very but, admirable yeah because our, our first game we played and i obviously you crushed I, me i had a fire deck you had a grass deck yeah, and I, none I, of I, my <laughs> fighters came out all the yeah. grass came out and it was one two three four tom killed sam he's on no the floor. I did, well, not even four I, I just i wiped you your you didn't have anything left on the um oh yeah the battle I had I killed, I killed the Paris and then your shaman came out and I burned your, your shaman before you could even get enough energies to to do its damage. Yeah. And, and so you got I didn't wiped have out basic Pokemon. I should have mulligan, but oh yeah, well. I didn't want to mulligan because I had the fucking shaman. Yeah. And I know like, how, you want to know how it went. Yeah. When I had my most powerful card, because what the shaman does, we've been talking about it so much <laughs> for every basic energy on all of my Pokemon. It does 30 damage times that many energy. It requires two to do that attack. So that's automatically 60. And then if I have five other Pokemon on my bench with five energy spread across that, that's seven total energy on all my Pokemon times fucking 30. So that's 2100 damage or whatever the fuck that would be. Fucking brutal. Yeah. So that is my grass like power in that deck. And then I have Weedles and I have a Beedrill and a couple other things there. And then my fighting portion of the deck has Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, Primate, and uh, Mankey. And so Hitman Lee, Hitman Chan, if Hitman Chan is out and does the hit and run attack, he could do 30 damage, retreat, 
but then if you put Hitmonlee out, he does 90 damage to a Pokemon on the bench. 90 damage kills any basic Pokemon, yeah. pretty much. Oh, you that could, kills, like, most stage ones, like, the basic and then the stage one. Because, like, my my uh, Tremeleons and, and most of my stage ones would have had 90. Yeah, so I, I beat, or I lost to you. I beat Brian with the Shaman tactic. I uh, beat Alex with just fighters. Uh, I the Hitman Lee, Hitman Chan, and then David. He had a little bit of a rougher game against me the first time, and I just powered up my Hitman Lee and just kept doing Mega Kick to him, and it does ninety damage. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna keep doing ninety damage because yeah. I, I have. I don't have to, but I kind of have to because it was a Pokemon I had out, and it had all the right stuff on him, and he just kept putting things out that had less. Yeah. damage than his 90 powered attack and it was right. like i'm sorry but then we got into that fifth game and david went one for one against me because he had a couple of pokemon that did 20 damage every time he flipped heads so okay. one time he flipped heads three times that's 60 damage killed my basic pokemon nice. right off another time he did it a couple of times and like that's putting a lot of damage on if you're lucky yeah i would say jordan uh jordan washed me out because he had a water deck that was just <laughs> it was kind of like our fight wasn't much you could i could do there uh, had there were there would have been some options but they really didn't come up for me in that game and then amanda like i said i i missed the one thing that that i probably should have done to win that match and that it's my own fault i i got yeah. no one to blame but myself uh and i'm okay with that because i recognize it exactly really. and I that's mean, the best way to do it <laughs> didn't didn't make me mad like when it finished i was like yeah i should have done that what happened with her is i killed one of her pokemon and then I so I pulled my draw uh, my prize card, and then she was gonna put the sun and moon guy that you passed on. Remember him, uh, Kopu Tapu, whatever. Oh, Kopa, yeah, the the the, the uh, legendary that's at the beginning of the sun and moon. Yes, games. yeah, that thing. She had that, and so she put that out, or she was gonna put that out, and then she realized she wouldn't have had the energies to do it. I was like, oh, if you want to swap it, swap it. I'm okay with that. Again, it's we're all friends. I try to generally I try to do that. That was also that was my third one. That was my third game. But I was like, yeah, if, like, go ahead. I don't care. It's not like she's not like she attacked with try attacking with Topu and then or it was like two turns later. She's like, oh, I should have done this. And then she wanted to go back. Well, you got to be she nice was, to the pregnant lady. Right. That too. Uh, the, the little parasite that's growing inside. I had to let it had to let it be happy. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I let her swap it around. And I think I still thought the energy was on Topu, Tapu or whatever. I thought the, I thought the electric energy was still there. So I, in my head, I'm thinking if I get rid of the Pokemon in, in front of me and she has to bring that one up next turn, she'll put the, an electric energy on and she'll be able to attack. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. I was, she still would have been one short and I would have been able to push that one out too. And then she would have started from scratch on that Pokemon. That's what I should have done, but it's not what I did. And so I screwed myself. Yeah, it happened. And yeah, again, I learned from it. Uh, not the worst thing I could have done. So. Yeah. I'm I'm really amazed. I put together the deck I did and won three out of my four games, and I think technically came in second because Alex had more victory cards than me or prize cards, cards. I think by one or two. I think. Well, I mean, and he didn't want to keep his own trophy, so well, he gave it to me. I, I think it was. I think it was. I think the uh, the official would have been Alex Jordan, you then Amanda. Oh, I okay. think, or maybe Amanda was ahead of you too. They basically like the three people who organized it yeah. were Alex, Amanda, and Jordan. And uh, at least I'm going to put all three of them in that organization thing. Yeah, and then basically all three of them were like, "Well, we really don't want to keep the mm -hmm. trophy that <laughs> for the yeah, thing that we organized." Jordan came in at someone just asked me how many prize cards I got. And I'm like, yeah. twelve or thirteen. Yeah, and they're like, "Okay, then you won this." Yeah, but it's and like, I was like we were, wait, we're how much did you get, Alex? He's like, I think I got like. 13 14 and oh, he like, had he had like 17 but that was with five games. oh with his fifth game yeah, yeah. yeah and i with my fifth game i had like 15 yeah 
Yeah, so we were only doing the four games because the majority of people got through four. And I had, in my four games, I had 10 victory cards, or 10 prize cards. Yeah. So I wasn't too far behind you. Yeah, no, so we were, uh, like, up there in the top three, four, I, and I was like, oh, shit, I didn't, I expected to come in here losing, building a fucking bug deck, but yeah. then I got stuck with fighting character, or fighting Pokemon, and I was like, oh, I, I'm gonna have to do some fighting, and then someone made a joke about no one wants fighting, and yeah. then I did really decent. Yes. And so the only thing that, that may have annoyed me maybe a little bit, but end of the day wasn't a big deal was that uh bex took the the incineroar since i already had the Littons and the and the torcats oh she took it from you <laughs> she, she i didn't even know it was like i never even saw it so i didn't know it was a thing at all and then i was like oh yeah bex took that i was like you son of a bitch because she didn't have any fire pokemon so it wasn't like she could have used it yeah but again it wasn't at the end of the day it really wasn't tom yeah she didn't want me i think she she just i think it was like she just liked the artwork or something about it she wanted no, she it was also shiny incineroar. it was like it was shiny or something that she she took it yeah I, it was, I there was something saying, about it i know she, she hates incineroar yeah, there was something about it and she she took it and i was like all right well i mean it's, at the end of the day it wasn't like a huge thing mm-hmm. <laughs> i had my charmanders so i was happy yeah it was, it was really well organized uh i just took a survey from alex today about it sent in my survey results to alex all positive feedback I really hope to have another trading card game like that yeah. or trading card game day, whether yes. it's Pokemon or not. It, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I'd definitely be down, uh, even if it's like, hey, go buy a starter deck and bring it. Exactly. I just don't want to build your own decks and bring them type deal because yeah, yeah, no, I, no. I haven't uh, been in the game long enough, whatever game we play, a build, the synergies or yeah. any of that. Uh, I can promise you I would never really be interested in a build your own deck, bring it type of a thing, because that would require me to put a lot of money exactly. and time into something that exactly. I'm only going to use once, probably. Yeah, maybe five times over the course of my life. Well, yeah, five times in that day. Yeah. <laughs> but it it was fun it was fun and uh always great to have some good old pokemon enjoyment yes and with that as always dude i i got a i was like looking at my emails on the day after we recorded and i'm like are you fucking serious like no one no one had posted anything about this and then i got we got the email like a like a general email goes out oh there's a pokemon direct coming on wednesday you know what this means tom Nintendo is just trolling us. They are. They, they are they listening knew. to our podcast and trolling us. That's yes. why we had like 92 listens last week. Yes, that's what it was. Like, you're right. You're right. 92 listens, probably 80 of them came from Nintendo. They're all listening to yes. us and what we're anticipating for this Pokemon game. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. they're like, we're going to fuck them all up. Let's drop this shit on the Geeks with Issues. You, you know what it also might have been? It might have been the fact that I said that they were making the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game for me ah yeah yeah they were like yep he he knew it we just gotta start making more of their shit yes so yeah there was a pokemon announcement for sword and shield oh yeah it it looks interesting i'm excited i i like the artwork it's a little less graphical than i was hoping for Mm -hmm. but i do like the artwork it's just not as polished but it's coming out in late 2019 Mm -hmm. and it specifically said late so i'm guessing it's gonna be a christmas game that's my my expectation there i was originally hoping for like a september release but going through the previous releases for nintendo games or for for pokemon games uh it's looking probably like it'll be a a november release that's when most of them come out it'll it'll be available probably in time for black friday and for christmas and all that (laughs) for the deals not that i'm gonna wait of course not get it day it comes out oh yeah i might get both of them 
just because. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's probably what I'll do. It's what I usually end up doing. I don't know. I, I like a lot about it, but there was a couple of things that kind of bother me. I don't know why. The world map kind of bothered me. That does bother me. It, it looks linear. It, it looks extremely <clears throat> fucking linear. And like that, it's just yes. a goddamn line of island that is from like... You said that it looks like it's almost equated to this is a Great Britain yeah, Isle. That's what I'm seeing a lot of region. online is that's what they're, they're uh, equating it to. And I, I could definitely see that because it starts out like with forests and then it goes north in the mountains and then it gets to this fucking icy patch which there really isn't in great britain or uh the uk and then there's this big city in the mountains above and it's really to me it looks like just a linear progression like oh you're starting in the forest because you're link and blah 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 and he's a kokiri and he starts in the forest and then you get to venture out into some of the cities and you see hyrule and then like i know i'm equating to fucking zelda but you know what i mean then you go into the clouds and the city in the clouds and blah 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 right but all the other maps were like a square and like one big square it. and you had the routes that went around it and then routes would cross so you'd be like oh i'm going to saffron and then oh there's this this route that'll take you to this place and there's this route that could take you to that place and then it branches even though the, the even though the, the story itself is still kind of linear like it gives you that idea that there's these other options and maybe you do take that other option and you find out the pokemon in that route are absurdly stronger than yours and you're like okay cool i shouldn't be here and then you turn around and go the other direction or you run into a sleeping snorlax and you don't have a fucking uh poke flute and you can't wake it up yeah and if, you know you, so you go back to the other other route in this case it like you said it looks like it looks like a line or a pyramid where it's you know bigger at the base with like the shoreline and stuff and then it just looks like it goes straight up i'm like i don't know that i'm happy with that yeah and i mean there's pure speculation because it could still be very rectangular and yeah you just travel around this there's just more there's still more to show like in the clouded sections of it yeah so it, it, it's very speculative we don't know what's going to come out but I, I like the art style i just don't like the map layout that i see yeah. Uh, the in-game stuff, I like the the random symbols on a lot of the rocks. Yes. And and uh, in the fields and stuff like that. Yeah, it almost Kinda looked is... like they did a Nazca Lines type deal in mm-hmm. one of the uh, hillsides. Yeah. The soundtrack that they use for the trailer, I'm kind of hoping they go with that sound direction because it's like very metal, almost like a punk version of the standard like Pokemon themes. So it's kind of cool in that regard, especially if you're going for like a... A great britain like uk london-esque feature then yeah i mean like it's not like the the highest quality graphics in the world but it still feels like pokemon to me so i'm cool with that uh, i like the there's so many dynamics with the camera like some of them are real like up close third person like right behind your character like giving this this wide view of the world and other ones are like more uh, up top looking down like top down looking like it's cool seeing this weird dynamic in the camera angles that they chose yeah it's also odd though for because i've currently been mm-hmm. playing pokemon let's go and there's no fucking pokemon running around the world that, well that's the thing is i'm they haven't shown anything like that and i'm curious if they're if they're going to like it would make sense for them to do that i i, I almost but at kind the same of time, like for a core game it kind of takes away exactly and that's what i was thinking i I think for the core game, it would take away because, yeah, you'd be able to still hunt for the rare Pokemon, but you'd be able to know when you're going to get it and run up to it and blah, blah, blah. And here it's 100% random. You don't know if you're going to fight a Pokemon. And it gives back that, oh, fuck. I don't have any fucking potions on me. I don't have any of this on me. I really fucked up my supplies. I can't avoid all the Pokemon. I can't avoid the Pokemon and I have no more repels. So can I make it to the next Poke Center? Yeah, that was always stressful, at least for me playing as a kid and not 
having the right equipment when I needed it because right. I was not prepared. Right, right. I wonder if you could actually create like some weird mix of that though. Because it, it, be. it would be cool to see like the world populated with the Pokemon walking around yeah, and that's... be able to get into battles with those ones. Maybe making that like your more common Pokemon in the area, but then still having like a random effect where you would have your more uncommon and rare Pokemon. Yeah, all of a sudden you're running through and it literally pops out the grass yeah. because nothing pops out the grass anymore. It's just walking through the grass in yeah. Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah. But yeah, that would make sense of, okay, this one was literally hiding under a rock or some shit like Mm -hmm. that, not walking around in the open. And they they do, well, they started doing that a little bit with some of the Pokemon games where you got like Rock Smash and you could break the rocks and there were certain Pokemons that would be underneath that. Uh, Sun and Moon had it with the the berries. Mm -hmm. You get that crab guy, crab brawler. Yeah, crab brawler. I liked him. Yeah. Him and his evolution I used for a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, it... It, it, it's appealing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely very appealing. From what I've seen, they haven't added too many animations for the attacks yeah. in the battles. So it's going back a little bit more, at least for some of these specialized Pokemon or new Let's Go Pokemon, especially the Eevee or the Pikachu, they have very stylized attacks. Yeah. And that actually look like they're, oh, they're doing their attack. And even some of the more basic Pokemon have that, but then others, it goes back to the, oh, I'm scratching, and then three marks across the screen right right scratch i'd like to see them evolve that more as generations come on i was hoping to see more of that now that it's on a console game we haven't seen too much of it yet so there could be more than what we've seen but it it wasn't as much as i thought i'd see in the first trailer from what i saw it definitely looked like the models had more animation to them the models you still had that like like so like uh, Lucario uses like a mega punch or something and it looks like he has a really good animation and then it cuts over to like the Tyranitar that he punched and it's, it's it has that punch animation that you, you've seen in all the previous games on the 3DS like you were talking about. The pow. It's like somewhere in between the two things like the old school and like a newer like what you were hoping to see. Yeah. And that's it, what, it, and that's this what I'm even, getting a few of. It might even be Nintendo be like how much do we want to change it yeah. yet? Mm-hmm. It's the first console version so do we want to keep it very close but with a little bit of flashiness and from what i see i think that's the direction they're going in let's keep it really close to the core game but let's add some of these flashy elements let's go did these things completely differently yeah and it was well received it wasn't a blockbuster hit but it was well received Mm -hmm. let's see if we can make another pokemon blockbuster like we've made in the past on ds and on game boy but on the switch yeah and I think they're going the more conservative route with the change. But the changes I see look really good. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think the only other thing I can really think of is the, the Pokemon that they... Sh- the new starters gonna, of the Pokemon. And that's what I was going to ask you next. Who are you starting with? I, I'm, I am torn between the Fire Bunny, uh, Score Bunny. I think Score Bunny. That's the only name and, I remember. And uh, Sowol, which is the Water Lizard. Those are the two I'm, I'm torn between. Ultimately... Uh, I could be throwing a curveball and I'll be picking a fucking grass Pokemon again because I think that has the coolest final evolution. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, kind of hoping that the fire Pokemon isn't another firefighting. My favorite firefighting was Blaziken. I thought he was badass. He was always good for me. Don't really need another one. Understandable. Considering what we like three generations in a row with the firefighting, the Blaziken, then the monkey, the fire monkey guy, and then uh, Tepig was the generation after that. Okay. I don't remember Tepig. I think that was black and white. Yeah, I didn't play that one. Uh, or x and y but yeah those two games it was yeah i'd I'd say i'd have to pick the green little monkey guy i can't remember his name right now of course corky 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 i like corky and i would uh grimkey or grimkey yeah something like that i think it's something with a g but i would pick him 
as of right now, but I do. Grookey. Grookey. That's it. I want my little Grookey. <laughs> like it's boy. right fucking hair. I should look at it. I'd, I'd probably pick him because he's green, because he's a monkey, and because I hope he turned into a DK motherfucking brawler motherfucker. I don't know. Uh, a cool grass fighting would <laughs> that'd be, be sweet. That'd be a change of grass fighting. That'd yeah, cool. exactly. Like, how cool <laughs> would that be? Like, I, I don't know why I just picture DK, the green DK from Smash Brothers, in yeah. my head when I see him. But I also want my Roger Rabbit. So if you look at the rabbit, it looks like it's going to be a fighter. Like, that looks like a brawler, right? I don't know. It has the, big the, feet. has the big feet with the pads on them. Like, but it's not, a rabbit. But the, that pad is in the center. Looks more like it'd be like an arch support type deal. Got the, the, the bandage over the nose, which is like a classic anime fighter thing. Even some of the gym leaders in Pokemon have had that same type of a bandage thing. And those are usually your fighters. Yeah. Your, your fighting gyms or You're leaders. You're probably right. But the, the thing that I'm curious about, though is if that's a bit of a mislead and it ends up being a fire fairy. <laughs> that be I could see it being a fire fairy cuz it's a rabbit. It would make sense. I I'm I'm throwing that out at like people are really like hoping it's not a firefighting. And I, I mean agree. it is a primarily white rabbit and I might be just going into Tribulus and Wonderland shit right here, but mm -hmm. that's fairy rabbit. I'm curious. I'm I'm going to because they've done a fire psychic before. They've done fire dark. They've done just fire. They've done a lot of just fire and a lot of firefighting. So I mean a fire fairy would be new. And be different. Yeah, not that far off. I don't, I mean, your your grass guy could be another grass ground, or it could be grass fighting. I think both of those would be cool to see. I agree. Um, well, the, not the grass ground so much. The grass fighting would definitely be cool to see, because you can make up your weaknesses in the fighting moves mm -hmm. for grass, for grass Pokemon. That's what I did with my fire guy. You know, give him a, give him, giving Blaziken an electric punch when you got to go fight in a, a water Pokemon makes a huge difference. It definitely helps. <laughs> I'd definitely say it helps. And then as far as water goes... I'm not sure where they're going to go with him. Yeah, I, I've got no clue. He looks like a salamandery like character. He's very gecko yeah. like. Yeah, well. gecko. He, yeah, he's, he's like yeah, he's definitely more gecko like. It's like this weird cross of things. But yeah, I'm not quite sure what they're going to go with for him. Yeah. I mean, I, they really haven't announced anything for any of them. But just taking stabs here. Yeah, it could be sweet if it turned into like a four-legged, sprawling little stealthy water monster. Yes. I was like, I don't know what I'm finishing that with. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, they look like fucking Looney Tunes, though. Like, they do. I look at it and I go, that just reminds me of Looney Tunes. And even before you <laughs> said that you've seen a joke of them or like them memed as the Powerpuff Girls. Yes. Yeah, so um, and I can see it, too. So if you look at them, starting with, with Grookey, he has he's green and uh, Buttercup's green. And if you look at like the little pointy ears, it's kind of like her hair had mm -hmm. that same little shape to it score bunny the ears are like the red bow on blossom and then the uh, the blue blonde the yeah the blue like the part for its hair the way it comes down is mm -hmm. like is like bubbles yeah and and bubbles had blonde hair if i'm not mistaken right uh probably i think so that sounds right yep yeah it's been a little while but yeah so they they did that comparison and there, there might have been some other comparisons and stuff too there's been a few of those things going around but i look at them and it just screams looney tunes to me i like it i yeah. honestly like it yeah i'm hoping that that this kind of sets the tone for what type of uh pokemon we're going to see in the new generation we've seen a lot of obviously what's returning because they showed off tyranitar which means larvitar pupitar tyranitar you yep. saw lucario which means uh, whatever its baby form is. You saw Pikachu. You saw the fucking mouse thing. I can't remember its name. Well, so we, I think they, there's a quick glimpse. You have to be like frame by frame to look at it. 
And it's the um, the Hydra dragon looking Pokemon from one of the games. Gyarados? No, no Hydra. Like like multiple head. Oh, Malta Gyarados. Yeah, sure. It's like Zvi Dragon or something. I don't know. It's something weird. So there, you see a lot. You know, a lot, like a lot of Pokemon that are making returns. But I'm curious to see what's going to be new. I mean, are we going to get more trash Pokemon? I hope not. Like I, literal I, tr- bag of trash Pokemon. I like what we're seeing so far, <laughs> and so I have high hopes. Yes. Uh, it'd be really cool to see a return to a nature style of Pokemon. You know, uh, yeah, that, that idea of city slicker. Yeah. Here's here's key Pokemon. Yeah, here's some keys. Here's a Pokemon that's a sword and turned into a sword and shield or whatever like that. Well, this is Pokemon or, sword and shield. Yes, it is. Uh, that hone edge will probably be in the game uh, or the 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 ice cream Pokemon. There's one scoop, two scoop, three scoops. Oh yeah, that like I'm I'm hoping we move past that stuff and we're gonna get some cool creations this time around. I agree, but I guess we'll see more as time goes on. Yes, I have a real bad fucking transition here. Well, I was gonna say what we're not gonna see anymore. That's a hundred percent of what I was gonna go for. <laughs> I don't care. I'm the asshole. <laughs> I'm pull it out. I, a- I I I'm sorry, prodigy. <laughs> That's a hundred percent where I, where I was gonna go with that. So in the news corner here. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Nickelodeon's not suing us this time. No. Okay. So it was announced today, Monday, that uh, Keith Flint of The Prodigy passed away today at uh, 49. They, they ruled it as not suspicious, which I'm guessing also means that they're not ruling it a suicide. Yeah. Uh, because they didn't say they were ruling it a suicide. But I, I don't know. Uh, but he did pass away. Kind of affects us with Stamp. Stamp. Yep. Uh, he was billed. He was the for second the main stage. He was billed for the main stage. He was uh, se- uh, second to last on uh, Saturday night. I think it was with this with Disturbed. Whatever night Disturbed's playing, he was supposed to open up for Disturbed. Yeah, which or that's they. a huge fucking slot. Uh, yeah, so he passed away. I don't know much else about it, but yeah, he they he the lead singer passed. The rest of Prodigy is still around. Uh, it's I'm curious what how they're gonna fill that spot at Stamp. It, it'll be interesting to see because I honestly have no clue because it's so late in the bill up. Like all these other people probably at festivals or other things are doing yeah. at that point in time, like bands of the caliber that you would want to fill that. Because like mm-hmm. Prodigy is not huge in the United States, but they are huge in Europe. Yeah. So like they, they are or a big caliber band. There's the possibility that Prodigy does still play it and they get someone to fill in. I mean, it's not like they have, it's not like the guy had like, and I'm going to sound like an asshole here because obviously he had evoking lyrics yeah exactly it's not like he was putting on like he puts on a performance but i'm i promise you he probably puts on a performance but it's not like he has like incredible lyric and in vocal range that's hard to hit you know what i mean definitely not i mean the like one we were trying to figure out who the fuck prodigy was yeah Yeah, the one time i didn't realize prodigy is the smack my bitch up song yeah that's that's like one of their biggest songs yep um they they they're known for like the grungy like obscure like you don't hear this in america's type shit yeah back when you didn't hear that shit in america type right shit. right back when when it was crazy to to watch a video and then suddenly find out the person who was doing drugs and taking part of all kind of the debauchery was a female at the very end of that video yeah, <laughs> yeah all the craziness and whatnot like the the shock Shock rock, I guess, is the best way Shock to put it. Shock EDM? Yeah. <laughs> They're more EDM. That's why I was like, rock isn't really the way to put yeah. it. But. but yeah, I don't know. It, it, Prodigy could still go on and play. They just wouldn't have Keith Flint to be their, their front man. You'd have to find someone to fill in. Or you find someone else to fill the slot. I mean, I'm sure there are bands out there. I mean, uh, Volbeat's on tour with Slipknot during this that summer, but they could possibly still show up for a, a 
one-off show at Stamp. They've filled in before for them. Lamb of God plays that night. They're probably closing out uh, second stage, so maybe they could be pulled up to the third stage or to main stage to play that set. Uh, and you could probably find. I'm sure. I'm sure they could find somebody. Yeah. Um, or they just make it a memorial set, which they've done in the past for oh, Windstone, yeah. not some type of Violet's Soundgarden. Chris Cornell had passed away. Yep. They turned that night into a, uh, a remembrance night. So there's there's, there's things they could can do. be done. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, I can't say that if they weren't there, it would really make me sad. Um, again, I might be an I'm asshole, so first, but I, I feel bad that he passed away. But, but yeah, at the same time, I wasn't like like dying to see the prodigy. But exactly. yeah, condolences to the family and friends exactly. and you yep. know, who, people who were affected. Oh, yes. So condolences to yourself. Yes. Yes. But in other cool, sweet news, mm-hmm. SpaceX launched a new rocket. You know, I, yeah, I almost said jet. <laughs> I'm like, I am fucking retarded. Why am I blanking? Yeah, SpaceX launched a new rocket Saturday morning at 2.49 a.m. And uh, it was their new Dragon. So the, the, I believe it's vehicle, the crew Dragon vehicle should have been, I'm pretty sure it should have been attached to the Falcon rocket. Yes. Uh, so the rocket is one that's been used, but this one, they shot it up and the, basically the test was to get the Dragon crew vehicle, crew Dragon vehicle. Yeah, it's crew Dragon. It, the yeah, name crew of it Dragon. is crew Dragon. And I, okay. It, that's why I was confused earlier. I thought it was Dragon something, but no, it's uh, Crew Dragon. Yeah. And so, a very odd name, but the, Elon Musk, he probably smokes too much weed. Yeah. The goal was to get the Crew Dragon to dock with the International Space Station. And so this was the first test in that. And because they've got to pass all kinds of regulations before they can put a person on the on these rockets and send them up. Yep. But now SpaceX has officially become the first commercial company to design a commercial spaceship to fly people to the international space station yep. like other companies have done it for cargo and whatnot and yes the maiden voyage of the crew dragon did contain cargo mm-hmm. but it also contained a dummy named ripley yes and so i uh, say starman was on the his car. tesla that he launched into space correct uh ripley is on the crew dragon it doesn't say anything about it but i really hope they put a cat into ripley's lap or whatever this dummy was because ripley after she fucking killed the alien she just sits back relaxes with her cat and floats off into space and the shuttle took off at 2 49 a.m and it docked with the international the international space station at 5 51 a.m that's really like crazy that that's yeah. only like three hours and two minutes to fucking travel there and successfully dock which is really crazy that that's yeah. impressive i i mean i didn't know that we could get to the fucking international space station which isn't really that far out there because i mean it's in earth's orbit in three hours and successfully dock and there is no one manned on that rocket on the crew dragon which is really cool like we're getting into that point in technology oh yeah spacex is uh pretty amazing with what they're doing yes they are they're doing far better than his other ventures yes a round of applause to them so a round of applause to the internet being a bunch of overreacting fucktards always always (laughs) uh there was an article posted by bleeding cool which i've tried using their website before when i was trying to look up like their comic book articles i was like oh cool there's comic book article the the headline caught my attention want to try and watch it fuck that website it's it's just i don't it never it never wants to work on my phone it always ends up sending me some like click here on the wheel and you could win a prize bullshit just so horrible but yeah so anyways they posted this article about a panel that was going on at South by Southwest, Marvel had put a panel at South by Southwest the, talking about Marvel Comics and 
coming from or was it from from comics to the screens is what the the panel was titled marvel from comics to screens and it kind of analyzes comics um and like how they they work to breed these ideas that you can then take to the screen and create a bigger media out of it uh, through movies you know starting with something small and then building it up bleeding cool took this and, and created an article that was oh they're making they're doing this panel trying to basically sell disney as to why marvel comics should still be around and then the internet took that article and went oh disney is trying to you know close down marvel comics because of course that would be so lucrative for them to do yes and uh so it became this big uproar on the on okay bail <laughs> so that became a big uproar on the internet about oh my god disney's trying to to close down marvel comics and they're gonna kill everything we love and they bought them and now they're closing it and this is bullshit and i heard disney was just gonna shut down the internet yeah they're gonna shut down everything they're just they're closing everything on the planet yeah the whole planet's shutting down yeah i mean we don't even need any news media anymore <laughs> any any type of entertainment media anymore yeah because i mean you know disney's always known for all that news yes yeah it became crazy i mean comic book sales are slumping but that happens fairly often in comics unfortunately they they you know they go through their paces they do really well then it crashes and they, they recover and they start doing well again and they go back and forth trying to create ideas and and i don't know if it's tied in at all or not but there's all the digital comic books now yes yeah. so that if that's not tied into it then numbers of course could be slumping because there's multiple ways to buy the media right exactly so they're they are dealing with a lot of that kind of stuff and yeah it became a huge article that that blew itself i i saw this post once and i ignored it and then i saw it on comicbook.com and i was like all right let me give this a read now i'll see what this actually is maybe there's some validity to it and i was reading it and they're like yeah this is just a bunch of bullshit people are overreacting uh bleeding cool made a stupid article that no i'm paraphrasing now but anyways no they're not closing down marvel comics you so heard it here out. first they are not closing it down right you know it also didn't get closed down oh all the padawans after order 66 i thought they were all dead i don't apparently a few of them are going to survive and we're going to get the fallen order i really hope there was six maybe or maybe there wasn't maybe there's only one uh, he lives for six years uh, but that wouldn't be 666 quite uh, it could be you just put them in all the wrong places it'd be 6616 all right fine uh so there's a new well we already kind of knew about this game it was a they teased it at the last e3 respawn who is under ea yeah, yeah under ea which scares me which they did the titanfall games oh and okay. apex legends just came out too they are where they were working on a jedi game or a, jedi, a star wars game they said it was kind of based around jedi and whatnot they finally announced the title of it which is star wars jedi fallen order and it's a more of it will be revealed in april when they do their big star wars convention for disney or for for star wars in general rather and on top of that we're also figuring there'll probably be more more news from episode nine and uh star wars the old republic which is the mmo that's online that you can play Somewhere between April 11th and April 15th in Chicago is when they're going to be making more announcements on a lot of this stuff. Yeah, it'll but, be interesting, especially now that I know it's Respawn or the people who put, made Titanfall. Mm -hmm. uh, what type of game this will be? Is it going to be like an arena shooter? Um, I, I've heard people say, please don't make it a Battle Royale. 
Right. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a battle royale setting in it, but this sounds like it's going to be more story oriented because it's supposed to put you in the place of a Padawan who survives Order 66 and you explore the galaxy in the time after the fall of the Jedi Order. So that sounds more story and oriented and i wouldn't be surprised if there was a multiplayer aspect that gave you a battle royale yeah which is interesting because well i mean i haven't seen the awakening or whatever that new game they made is but uh titanfall story oh, apex really yeah apex titanfall story really wasn't a well story. There, there wasn't a story in the first one the second one they tried had a to story. fit it into the multiplayer but that was it, the first one yeah oh okay the second one had a story mode oh okay and it wasn't bad um you got to walk around with your titan and yourself and you could jump in the titan or you could walk around without i mean you spent the game in in all different aspects of of that type of play um apex legend is a battle royale okay so that is now there's no story orienta- orientation with that that's just a, a free battle royale that you can buy and play or download and play yeah so it'll be interesting to see what this will turn out to be yes uh, again look forward to more information in april oh yes i will happily bring it to you not far away along with whatever non-spoilery spoiler stuff i can bring you for star wars episode nine i'll just walk out of the room but then you'll have to listen to it when you edit i that won't be edited <laughs> you'll have all your ums all your whatever you have in there <laughs> i'll just say something ridiculous about you and and then it'll just be true because yep. you wouldn't have edited it out mm-hmm. this is true <laughs> This is true. So this is something I'm really excited about because the way the game kind of way this game leaves off different game, it left me wanting more, which is probably a good thing for a video game. They got means you it hooked. wasn't bad. Or the, the dealer got you hooked, man. Yeah, always. I mean, Square they got me hooked back on back in Kingdom Hearts one. So when Kingdom Hearts three came out 20 games later, I was already hooked. You needed was, your fix. Yeah, I was I was already scratching and hoping for a fix long before then. <laughs> So the director for Kingdom Hearts 3 basically confirmed that there's going to be DLC. He really didn't confirm any specifics. He just said there's going to be some free DLC and there's going to be some paid DLC. What that means, uh, other than we kind of know that there's going to be a critical mode, which has been in past games, uh, that's going to be coming to Kingdom Hearts 3, which a lot of people will like because they said Kingdom Hearts 3 was on the easier side, which it kind of was. They He kind of alluded to some of the other characters that kind of just show up out of nowhere, that there might be DLC explaining why they just showed up out of nowhere. I mean, there's there's plenty of questions left at by the end of the game there's still plenty of questions questions left so maybe they'll have some filler maybe and i'd be happy for it it's you know more, getting more kingdom hearts is never a bad thing in my book it's already built on a good system so i can't imagine they put anything that would really break it makes sense yeah i i've never seen dlc break a game only make it better yeah i mean you get like bad story elements or something but it doesn't doesn't change the core mechanics exactly at least it usually doesn't there's rare occasions where they do that and if they do change the core mechanics that means that whatever the dlc is has to be fucking perfect and then in other kingdom hearts news uh, this will kind of wraps us back to um 40k kingdom hearts is coming to a board game Ooh, and not just any board game sammy it's talisman kingdom hearts edition what <laughs> they're bringing yeah I don't know what a, a talisman is, but it's, uh, it's we're getting a Kingdom Hearts edition. Weird 40k war or not 40k uh, GW like Warhammer classic like RPG half port game weird thing. Yeah, I've never played. They have a phone version I've considered buying just to see what the fuck it is. That's really odd. Like you completely like took me out of my element when you said talisman. <laughs> like I, I thought you were gonna go with some obscure goddamn like uh, reference like normal, and then you directly like talisman. That's GWIP. Yeah. What the fuck? Interest. I'm intrigued in a way that I don't know what <laughs> it means. 
I have no idea. I've it's, heard good things about the game, but like no one plays it, but I've heard it's good. That's yeah. why I've not ever tried to get into it because it's like I've heard it's good, but no one plays it. So why would I ever play it? Yeah. Uh, USAopoly announced in a license in a licensing deal with Games Workshop earlier this year. And then they actually offer a look at the box art for Talisman. I mean, I um, guess it makes sense because you have your party and you're doing whatever RPG elements that you do, but you're in a board game. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense, but just, wow, I didn't see those two reaching out to each other. I, why not, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, exactly. I'm still waiting for this fucking 40K RPG to drop that was announced like two years ago. That <laughs> still, where are you at, Wrath of Glory? Come on, I was, GW. I was going to ask what, that, what it was called. Yeah, Wrath and Glory. And it, 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 we haven't seen any glory, but we've sure seen a lot of Wrath because that price is fucking ridiculous. Oh, I was going to say, uh, there was that wrath and chaos that's what i was gonna go with with wrath oh okay well yeah there's that but no the wrath that i have is that they want to charge a hundred dollars for the fucking core rule book but they don't even have a release date for it yeah um i don't know what to tell you about that yeah uh i don't know what the pricing is but funimation announced for the 30th anniversary of dragon ball z that they're doing a super special collector's edition um they kind of like said vaguely what would be in it like oh there'll be a statue and um whatever the discs and then uh, whatever other random stuff but nothing like specifically what the statue is or showing any of it off but they said they needed like 2500 pledges basically oh. like you have to, it's like a kickstarter that like many people need to buy it, into yeah, it for yes. them to and they, i don't know i don't know what the price of it is probably ridiculous it's Prob- dragon ball probably hopefully not over nine thousand what if it is what if it's nine thousand and one dude i would not be surprised and people would <laughs> fucking buy it just because of that price i mean you know people would do it i mean they'd yeah. be rich geeks but the rich geeks would buy it yes yes they would yeah i don't know it's um i mean if i made as much money as like Le- lebron james or something i'd buy it it's right 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 uh, but that's all i have in the news corner and and the dragon ball z extra bit for you <laughs> the little extra bit there the little extra right extra the things end. i do for you guys oh you're so nice there thomas with that all for this week, we'll leave you now, and we'll talk to you again next week. There'll Hope- probably be another Nintendo Direct, so yeah. we'll have something to talk about. I, I was going to say, hopefully there's not, but y- you never know. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, you know where you can see some of us at on YouTube? Yes. Just got to search for Geeks with Issues. That's G33KS with Issues. You can also see us, and maybe even us dressed up as a fisherman and bug catcher. On Facebook, just find the Geeks with Issue page. Yep. G33KS with issues. Give us a like. Give us a review. Send us some comments. Uh, send us some right on our wall. Do whatever you do on Facebook, and uh, we'll get back to you. And like you, we said a couple episodes ago, if you want to ask us any questions, we'll still throw together a uh, questionnaire or a little episode. Yeah, always. And remember, you can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps and uh, go on iTunes and give us a review if you want. We will happily read any reviews we get. Exactly. Until next week. Goodbye. Bye.